Hi, everybody. Welcome to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, mm -hmm. we're going to talk about not just one movie, but of a lot of them. That's right. It's our annual Oscar pick show. Yes. We're going to talk about the actors, actresses, and the films that have been nominated for the Academy Awards. Okay. By the way, who are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say at all the Oscar red carpet shows. Anyway. That's right. You're wearing a bathrobe, so let's get on with it. Certainly. <laughs> this is not only a fascinating year, as it usually is, right? but it's a very different year. It's a year that finally, yes, these actors and these films are very, very diverse. Indeed. Very, very different from last year in 2015, where every single actor and director <laughs> and film were Caucasian. Exactly right. It ain't that way this year, no. and I think that's a good thing. I do, too. We have seven actors that are nominated for Prime Awards. One director, three movies are up for Best Movie that are all geared towards a different ethnicity, mainly the African-American market, and I'm thrilled that they finally are coming into the 21st century. The Academy has long been criticized for being made up of 6,687 white men, mainly. That's right. And they got the message because a lot of people complained about this last year. So they added 683 people to their voting membership. And when they did so, they opened the doors to a lot of women and, of course, African-Americans and people of all colors. It's the way it should be. I'm thrilled that the American Academy of Arts and Sciences is finally realizing that this country is what it is today, and you better start paying attention yes, to it. Yes, and I think we can put the emphasis on American Academy. You betcha. Not just Hollywood Academy. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So let's begin with the candidates for the Best Supporting Actor. Terrific. We have as our first nominee Mahershala Ali for his performance in the interesting picture Moonlight. Right. We have Michael Shannon for his performance in Nocturnal Animals. Definitely. Lucas Hedges for Manchester by the Sea. Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water. Always good in everything. Absolutely. And Dev Patel for the remarkable picture based on the true story, Lion. What do you think, Les? Well, we all remember Dev Patel from Slumdog Millionaire. He played the lead in that. Sure. And frankly, in Lion, he also plays the lead. He gets top billing, and the film is really about his character. So I'm not quite sure why he is nominated for Best Supporting Actor, but I'm sure he's thrilled to death to be nominated for anything. Possibly they wanted to make sure that he got a nomination because that Best Actor category was pretty much filled up. Anyway, who do you think is going to be the winner of this wonderful award? Okay, let me talk about somebody that I would vote for if I were in the Academy. Academy. All right. His name is Michael Shannon, mm -hmm. who plays the sheriff in Nocturnal Animals. Michael Shannon has not been my favorite actor over the years. He was nominated once before for the mentally challenged guy who lived next door in Revolutionary Road. He didn't win that year, but he was nominated. We both talked about it when we reviewed it.
that mm-hmm. his performance was strange and threw the whole film out of whack a little bit. Yep. In Nocturnal Animals, he is absolutely sensational. He's not only the sheriff, he is also dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize him for the first few minutes. He lost a lot of weight for this film. I thought he was absolutely great in this. And but that... do you think he's going to win? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Who do you think? Well, Jeff Bridges is always great. Right, I know. They're all good. Lucas Hedges was wonderful in Manchester by the Sea. But I think this is the year for Mahershala Ali in Moonlight. I agree. Mahershala Ali in Moonlight is a pivotal character in a very interesting film that has kind of captured the imagination of the Academy. He's very, very powerful in this film. I think it's his year, too, so not only should he win, I think it will be Mr. Ali's will win. Okay. Now there's Best Actress in a Supporting Role. Okay. And they are Viola Davis for Fences. Yes. Naomi Harris for Moonlight. Correct. Nicole Kidman for Lion. She's had three nominations and one win, incidentally. That's right. Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures. She did Mm -hmm. win for The Help a couple of years ago. Oh, she's great. (laughs) She is wonderful. And Michelle Williams for Manchester by the Sea. She gets nominated a lot as well. I'm sorry. I think they were all wonderful. I think Octavia Spencer especially was terrific in Hidden Figures. I agree, but... But (laughs) this is a slam dunk. I agree. Let's say it together. Viola Viola Davis. Davis (laughs) In Fences. She was so good. And for her to play that role and to really stand up and knock heads with Denzel Washington through this whole film really took my breath away. Listen, she's had a couple of nominations as well. She's never won. She plays Rose. She won the Tony for this performance in Fences. Then when Denzel put it on the screen, she reprises her role. She deserves this award. She is brilliant in it. She plays this character with hope, and she is not a downtrodden woman. Another actress might have taken that role and explored only the downside of Rose, and instead, Viola shows that she's full of joy. This is a knockout performance. I look forward to seeing Viola Davis and to hearing her acceptance speech on Oscar night. Viola Davis in Fences should win and will win, no question about it. I couldn't agree with you more or less. It is Viola Davis all the way. All right, well, then let's talk about actors in leading roles. Okay, you go first. Okay. The actors are Casey Affleck mm-hmm. in Manchester by the Sea. Right. Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge. Mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling for La La Land. Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic. Yep and Denzel Washington in Fences. This is a tough category, I think, because there are two actors that are really in a horse race for this award. One would be Denzel Washington, who is king as far as I'm concerned. And then you have the very talented Casey Affleck in a movie that, again, has captured the imagination of many of the Academy voters. I think that's very true. I loved Ryan Gosling in La La Land, but... It's not his picture. It really isn't. It's Emma Stone's picture. Right. So I don't think he's going to win. 
Viggo Mortensen has been nominated a couple of times before. He's a very good actor. He was great in Eastern Promises. Oh, absolutely. But I don't think this is his year either. I agree with that. Andrew Garfield is in Hacksaw Ridge. That is a war movie directed by Mel Gibson. Mm -hmm. Interesting in that he was non-combatant. He didn't want to pick up a gun and kill anybody, but he saved a lot of people. By the way, you know, Andrew Garfield is a Brit, and he had to portray a Southern boy during World War II. What a performance. But again, I'm not so sure that the voters are going to be with this picture. Not that they don't like Andrew Garfield or Mel Gibson anymore, but we'll talk about that next. Okay, that's fine. So it really boils down then to Casey Affleck, Mm -hmm. who was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for the Robert Ford, Jesse James film, a long title, Mm -hmm. where... Brad Pitt was Jesse James. Oh, gosh, yes. And, of course, Denzel Washington, who has been nominated many times. He has won twice, once as a supporting actor for Glory and once for the leading actor in Training Day. Right. He plays Troy in Fences. Yes. Which is the lead. Yes, This is really tough, even for me. Mm -hmm. I would be a little torn if I had to vote. But if I were going to, I would have to go with Denzel Washington. Should win. Should win. Okay. Now, will win. Go ahead and tell me what you think. (sighs) That's tough. It's very tough. Because that Casey Affleck is very, very hot right now. He is very, very hot right now, and he's been in a lot of films, and of course he also carries a pretty big family name, Mm -hmm. his brother Ben, who has worked with him a lot, not on this film. Right. Probably if I had to bet on who's going to win, it's Casey Affleck. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take a big shot on this one. I think Denzel Washington should win, hands down. Without a doubt, a much more complex and much more difficult character to relate to. He's such a hard fella to like. Oh, yeah. And by the way, so is Casey Affleck's character in Manchester by the Sea. He plays Lee Chandler, who's this grief-stricken character described as a boiling pot with a tight lid on. But you know what? I think the Academy is going to look at both of these performances, and I think they're going to say, you know what? Denzel Washington's portraiture is just a little bit more complex, a little bit more varied. I think we got to give it to Denzel. So he gets my two votes, should and will. Okay. Okay? He gets one of mine, should. Well, that's good. You know, I won't be upset if Casey Affleck wins. I thought he was awfully good, but... I won't find you crying at the nearest bar. Well, I cry at bars a lot, so... But not over things like this. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, that brings us to the best actress category. Okay. Well, I love all five of these women. They're all extraordinary actors. They call them actors now, not actresses. Yes. But the award goes to the best actress. So we start with Emma Stone, who plays a wonderful character named Mia in the terrific film La La Land. Then there's Natalie Portman, who's playing Jackie as in Jackie Kennedy. She's won before, by the way, for Black Swan. Correct. And in this movie, we see how the widow Jackie acts and is portrayed after her husband is assassinated and the pain and suffering that she goes through. And it's a searing portraiture, to give you that. Then we have Meryl Streep as Florence Foster Jenkins in the movie, Florence Foster Jenkins. She gets nominated every year. Even if she's not in a movie. Exactly. They just nominate her. (laughs) 
her character, Florence, is a generous and sympathetic character, despite the fact that she's tone deaf, insists on singing to large paid-for audiences and such austere places as Carnegie Carnegie Hall. Hall, Incidentally, Meryl Streep has had nine nominations, the most of any actress living. And she's won three times. And she's won three times. And then there's Ruth Nega. Ruth is in a film called Loving. She plays a character by the name of Mildred Loving. She is a black woman living in Virginia during the 60s, and she is married to a Caucasian fellow, Richard Loving, who is played by Joel Edgerton. Ruth has a haunting quality about her on camera. I look forward to seeing a film where I can see Ruth Naked do more on camera. She's quite good and very different, kind of hidden and mysterious, playing this character, Mildred Loving. But I don't think that she has as much to do with some of the other actresses who are nominated in this category. And lastly, we have Isabelle Hubert. She's in a French film, and it's a very odd film called Elle. Well, she plays a very fascinating woman who has a very fascinating (laughs) private life, and we'll talk about that more. She has been heralded as one of the greatest actresses working on film today. She is also a little bit of a sphinx-like person on film, so it's a little hard to read her, but she is interesting. She is fascinating. So those are the women who are nominated for Best Actress. What's your take on this? Okay, Anne. I got to say that Emma Stone so completely owns La La Land. Correct. She is adorable. She is talented. She dances. She sings. She really wipes everybody off the screen when she's on. These other women are very, very good. Well, they're all accomplished actresses, that's for sure. Absolutely. Meryl Streep, I've adored her since I saw her in her first film. I think they should give her an Oscar every yes, year. I agree. And I thought Isabelle Huppert was quite excellent in a film that I didn't like very much. However, I am definitely going with Emma Stone for Best Actress. I agree. I think that the other women are very good. Natalie Portman had her great role a couple of years ago, as you mentioned, in Black Swan. Right. Emma Stone has been up for a couple of other movies. I think she was nominated for Birdman. She didn't win. She was very, very good in that film. Oh, yeah. I think this is her year, and I think the Academy loves La La Land. Because they're giving the award to Ryan Gosling, I think it's Emma Stone's all the way. And I can't wait to see her dance up on that stage and pick up the Oscar for her role as Mia in La La Land Best Actress for this year. I hope she doesn't trip going up the stairs like Jennifer Lawrence a couple of years ago. Right, Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. So that brings us to Best Director. What do you think, Liz? Best Director. Okay. The Best Directors are Damien Chazelle for La La Land. Mm Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson, remember him? Yeah. For Hacksaw Ridge. Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Lonergan for Manchester by the Sea. And Dennis Villeneuve for Arrival. Right. And? Okay. There is <laughs> one absolute winner here. Right. I think that Kenneth Lonergan did a marvelous job with Manchester by the Sea. Right. Which, for all intents and purposes, is the most depressing movie I've ever seen. I agree. It's a grief-stricken story. It is. Unrelenting. Hacksaw Ridge, as good as it is and as Mm -hmm. good as Andrew Garfield is, it's a war movie. We have seen so many like it, and I'm thinking most recently of Angelina Jolie's directed film, Unbroken. I'd like to just interject one thing. I'm glad to see that the Academy 
Academy is forgiving of Mel Gibson and his past difficulties. You know, Hollywood loves a second chance, and he seems to have learned his lessons. So I'm glad that he's back directing again. I think he's an enormously gifted actor. Oh, I think he's so talented, and he's a wonderful director to boot. Braveheart was a terrific movie. He's had two nominations and two wins. Right. But I don't think, again, that the Academy is going to embrace a World War II movie. Not right now. I think you're right, and therefore I Mm. think that the best director should be and will Will be be. (laughs) Damien Chazelle for La La Land. I couldn't agree more. This is a tremendous movie. This is only, I believe, his second feature film. His first was Whiplash. Which I also loved. Yes, and he got a lot of notoriety for his first film. He is so young. If he wins, he will be the youngest director ever to pick up this award. I didn't realize that. That's great. Well, by Oscar night, he'll be 32. At the moment, he's 31 and counting. I think that he's done a fantastic job of mounting a film that has been about 10 years on the boards. He's been in his head. He's been trying to put it together. He got the backing for it, and he put this brilliant cast starting with Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, and he got some great choreography. This is a winner by a long shot, ladies and gentlemen. I'm saying you got it. Damien Chazelle for La La Land. Okay, we are now approaching the climax, if you will, of the Oscar shows, the nominations for the Best Picture of the Year. And it's a very interesting category, Les, because there are so many different kinds of movies. Absolutely. You know, up until a couple of years ago, it was only five movies. Yes. They left out Mm -hmm. a lot of movies that deserved to be talked about and deserved to be nominated. Mm -hmm. So this year, they came up with nine, Mm -hmm. and they are... La La Land, mm-hmm. Hacksaw Ridge, mm-hmm. Moonlight, right. Lion, mm-hmm. Arrival, mm-hmm. Hell or High Water, yep. Fences, yes. Manchester by the Sea, and Hidden Figures. What an interesting group of films. I mean, they're so diverse. I'm glad to see that we have such a variety from which to choose. I think you're right. However, there are films in this list. It's not that I disliked them. I just wasn't that impressed Mm -hmm. by several of them. Okay. Manchester by the Sea being certainly one of them, Mm -hmm. and Arrival being another. I said I wanted an early departure from that movie. You betcha. I didn't care for it either. No. For me, there are only three that excite me enough that I would be happy if they won. Mm -hmm. One is Hidden Figures. I agree. One is Fences. I agree. Fences, by the way, is a play turned into a movie. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the problems with this movie, if there is one, is that it hardly ever moves from the house and the backyard. Agreed. Which is what you see on the stage. Exactly right. And there was an awful lot of talk, but it was brilliant talk and, wow, brilliantly acted. I agree, but I think that it wasn't a daring innovative approach to filmmaking. And that's what Best Picture should be, I think. That's right. And so for that reason and many, many others, (laughs) because La La Land was so innovative. I mean, you sit there and you think, where did they come up with this? They're dancing on the street up on Mulholland Drive, and all of a sudden they're dancing in the stars as they Mm. are lifted into the sky and the stars. We were all lifted by watching this. It was so romantic and fun and touching and so bothersome in some ways. As you know, I adored this film. I think it's going to be the best film of the year, and I think it should be Uh because it is so darn entertaining. Exactly right. 
So that's your pick for should win and will win. Absolutely. Okay. You know, Hidden Figures kind of sneaked in a little bit late in the Oscar season. That's a really, really wonderful movie. In another year, maybe that movie would have captured the hearts of the Academy. It's done really well. And by the way, it's a huge box office hit. Isn't that great news? Oh, it's terrific. A movie like that usually doesn't do so well or it has to find its audience. This film is packing them in. It's made about $80 at the box office and it only cost 30 to make. So that's great. Right. When I saw this movie in a theater and Mm -hmm. I saw it probably a mid-afternoon matinee, Uh there were about 60 people in the theater. Oh, that's good. And I think all but maybe four of them were really into this story. Oh, good. And everybody was crying. It's a wonderful movie. Absolutely. Now, when it comes to best picture, listen, La La Land has the inside track. 14 nominations in different categories. 14? Wow. Yes. The most of any film since Titanic. Wow. That's terrific. Mm -hmm. Emma Stone, best actress. Ryan Gosling, best actor. Damien Chazelle for best director. And I'm sure screenplay and a bunch of other things. Yep. I don't know how a movie like this doesn't win because it's fated to win. It's just a Hollywood story, isn't it? Yes. You want it to win. You're pulling for it. I'm reminded of another movie that came out a couple years ago that also won the Oscar, and it was an offbeat, odd film. It was called The Artist. Remember the black and white silent movie? Oh, yeah. And that just captivated audiences. They went, wow, we had never seen a silent movie before, never seen a black and white film or whatever, and it was so original. That's what La La Land has, just tons of originality. And I don't think it can miss. This is my pick. It should win. It will win. La La Land, you're my kind of movie. Absolutely. Okay, those are the big nominations. We can certainly get into cinematography and makeup and sound effects and that kind of stuff. But we don't have time or we're going to be on the air for the next four hours. Right. As this show will be (laughs) when it's televised. But I think we covered some of the biggest categories. Certainly the ones that everybody tunes in to watch. Absolutely. I'm sure. Listen, everybody's going to be dressed beautifully, as they always are. Somebody's going to act like a jerk, as Uh they always do. Right. And that's why it's always a fun and adventuresome evening at the Oscars. Definitely. So that's our Oscar picks, who should win and who will win for this year. We will be back to review more movies, probably the same movies that will be in this position (laughs) next year. Until that time, I'm still Les Roberts. And I'm same little old Ann Elder, and the award goes to you, Les, for being (laughs) a great co-host. Thank you so much. It has been great. (laughs) And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you're going to be seeing films that will be nominated next year every time you go to the movies. Hello everyone, my name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com.